At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And welcome to Betting Across America, presented by MGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds for the next six hours. Wes, we've got you covered in a full day of college football. Of course, there were games last night, so it's not as busy a schedule as we're accustomed to. Cuse last night almost beat Clemson, one of my plays of the week. But, Wes, I'm curious what you're keeping your eye on as we begin kickoff today. Yeah, a lot of big games actually here early on. Uh, Of course, Cincinnati now number three in the polls. They're getting UCF about three touchdown favorites. Mm -hmm. I personally like the under in that game at 56 and a half, and that's what I played. Of course, my Hoosiers, Michigan State and Indiana. Michigan State now in the top ten. Indiana, a disappointing season two and three. But when you look at those three losses they've had, they've lost to Iowa, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, and Penn State, that's three top 10 teams. Michigan State now has risen to the top 10, but those three teams they've lost to, I think were known commodities kind of coming into the season. Indiana's had a week off. It'll be Jack Tuttle getting the start instead of Michael Penix Jr. I actually think that could be an upgrade based on Penix's health really all season. So Michigan State's getting a lot of the tickets, but now seeing at the close of business and including at BetMGM, it's three and a half right here at Circus Sports, Michigan State minus three against indiana Ooh. so this is the proverbial pros versus joe spot here in the early action you have oklahoma state and texas yep oklahoma state still undefeated how does texas rebound from that tough loss you would say in the red river rivalry last week against oklahoma yeah. 
And then uh, Arkansas having a rebound from that 52-51 loss against Ole Miss. They get Auburn, Florida, and LSU. A lot of SEC action early on. And uh, we will have a very special guest to break down SEC football next hour. You're talking about Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I am talking about the chosen one, the king of the mountain, the NWA world champion, the WCW world champion, WWF, or WWE rather, Hall of Famer. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Host of the My World with Jeff Jarrett podcast will be joining us at the top of the next hour. We've got Futech's going to join us uh, at the bottom half of this hour. Of course, a uh, great job with college football. Uh, Tommy Bowden. Talk about, I mean, just a heavy hitter show right here. we got mm-hmm. Tommy Bowden, the former Clemson head coach, is going to join us. And, of course, also coached at Tulane. I'm going to have Neil Everett from ESPN. He's going to join us as well, talking all things Pac-12. Neil's a busy man of late. He Still really doing is. his ESPN SportsCenter gig. Now the pre- and post-game host for the Portland Trailblazers, an Oregon native, is Neil Everett. So uh, giving us some time here on a Saturday afternoon. Very kind of him. Our VP of Digital Content, Ben Fox, will be joining us later on this afternoon over at Mandalay Bay with Mike Peranio. He's the sportsbook manager over there as well. Scott Seidenberg, one of our favorites to have on. Of course, the host of The Look Ad here uh, weekdays on VEASAN. And Dave Miller is going to join us in the last hour to look ahead to the Heisman contenders. And Wes, as you know, that changes daily mm-hmm. on a Saturday. So we'll look at those prices and some possibilities as the show goes on. But we do have, obviously, with football season upon us, it is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on this trip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 one more time, can you give me all of those intros for Double J, Jeff Jarrett? I can. He is the former NWA world champion, okay. former WCW world champion, okay. WWE intercontinental champion, founder of Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, WWE Hall of Famer, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And you were not looking at any notes? No, I wasn't. Because I've been, I've been following Jeff, actually, since uh, his father and Jerry the King Lawler used to run the Memphis Wrestling Territory. Back when there were like regional and local territories. And I remember a young Jeff Jarrett started in the mid-1980s in that promotion. And then obviously went on to uh, start him in the big national promotion. I just know because he smashes guitars. He does That's what I remember guitars. in the WWE he, days. Yes, absolutely. He is the, the chosen one, the king of the mountain. There's a lot of monikers for Jeff Well, we can't. Career. We have a great guest list as we just laid out. And again, it, people might go, Jeff, Jared, why do you? Well, he actually, he's deep into the SEC. So mm-hmm. we're going to pick his brain as well. And hopefully he doesn't smash and any I wa- guitars. I want to see uh, how optimistic he is on the Tennessee Volunteers. Oh. That's a big game tonight. Ole Miss in Tennessee, obviously the biggest total on the board. He is a Hendersonville, Tennessee native. Mm. So I'm curious to see how his Tennessee Vols, uh, how he's feeling about these guys. Optimism in Knoxville. Well, before we get to Double J uh, later on at the top of the hour, let's talk a little SEC right now with games getting ready to kick off. And let's talk about Florida and LSU here because I think Florida, obviously, with a big letdown a couple weeks ago against Kentucky, rebounded nicely last week. LSU, my goodness, I played them last week against Kentucky, and I uh, did not enjoy that decision, okay, because Ed Ogeron, and look, I've been trying to defend Coach O here, Mm -hmm. because, you know, what does a national championship uh, buy you? How much job security? Not much time in Baton Rouge. Apparently not much at all, because it's definitely a hot seat down there, which I cannot believe, but that is just the fact of the world that we live in. Now they're getting 12 and a half at home uh, against the boys from the swamp here. 
Um, what do you make of, of this number? And look, I'm kind of gun shy now about backing LSU. I don't know why I would if it looks like this team's just rolling over and playing dead. Yeah, this was not one I played either because, of course, you do have coming up here in a couple weeks, you're going to have the world's largest outdoor cocktail yeah, party, baby. whatever they call it now. I guess they've changed the they name. They always but, try to get PC with it, but it's yeah, a big cocktail party. Yeah, That's what but, it is. Uh, down in uh, Jacksonville. So, look, Florida already has two losses. They do have Georgia in two weeks. Florida comes off 42 nothing over Vanderbilt. Pretty easy win. But Florida's had a couple disappointing losses. Of course, that close one to Alabama. And then getting upset at Kentucky, where they absolutely outplayed Kentucky. They get a blocked field goal against them in the fourth quarter. If you look at the stats, it's like, how did Florida lose this game in Lexington to Kentucky? Well, they did. Mm. So, you know, now you've got Florida laying double digits on the road. But I just don't know. I don't know about LSU. I think the bloom or the rose is oh, kind boy. of... Uh, you know, no blooming in that rose necessarily <laughs> for Coach O down there. So that, I was a little gun shy to take LSU. I do think that's a big number, but I passed on that game. Very quickly, Wes, and I wonder if you read anything between the lines on this because it's the most bet game uh, of tickets today is the LSU and Florida game, and the most bet team is Florida specifically. So that feels public to me, right? Obviously, when you're, when you're the most bet team that we've seen mm -hmm. and the game overall has the highest ticket count, it, again, it, it feels like it's trying to get me to take LSU because of those, those facts that we mentioned. Yeah. But I just can't. I'm with it. It's, it feels like a stay-away game. Well, and keep in mind, these are bet MGM numbers, by the way, the sponsor of this yep. fine program. And you do have bet MGM down in, in Louisiana and in Mississippi and, and in the South. So you're usually going to have... A lot of those SEC games, which are going to get bet anyway because they're so high profile, but especially with geography. So you're going to get a lot of, you know, Florida LSU bets. You're going to get Alabama. Those games okay. are getting bet, whether it's on one side or the other, and it's usually on Alabama. I certainly believe it is today based on handle. They're leading, laying about 17, 17 and a half at Mississippi State. So that's really no surprise. But when I look at most bet teams in terms of the handle, it was the Michigan State Spartans Ooh. who were opening up five. It was four, four and a half. Sparty getting Indi all the money. Indiana, though, got some late support. So that's kind of like what you're looking at with, uh, you know, why is the line moving toward Indiana? I had people, buddies of mine back home texting me in Indiana. Why is this line moving toward Indiana? <laughs> well, I was like, man, this has got to be pros versus Joes, but that doesn't mean the Joes aren't going to be right. That's right. Because they're going to be right about 50% of the time uh, more often than not. So I thought that this was a decent spot, though, for Indiana. And the reason why I took it, because it is not a homer play. Because if anything, I'm a well, bigger critic of my alma mater and my team. You're harder you know? on the ones you love. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You give them tough love. But <laughs> I do think Indiana coming off a bye week, it gave them a chance to kind of reset the season a little bit, reset the expectations. It's now Jack Tuttle in at quarterback for Indiana. Michael Penix, I think, is a more talented quarterback, but he hasn't really been right this year. He's been battling various injuries. He's had two torn ACLs. He's had a broken collarbone. Oh now he has a shoulder injury. So now it's Tuttle who can maybe do a little bit more running, and Jack Tuttle also can fling it down the field. Yeah. This was a guy that was a four-star quarterback coming out of Southern California, uh, started at Utah, didn't work out, transferred to Indiana, started three games last year, did start the bowl game, which was a defeat to Ole Miss in the Outback Bowl, but has one on the road at Wisconsin. So, you know, 
Indiana, maybe he, it's the spark there for Indiana. And plus, that gives you a chance with a week off to kind of nurse your injuries a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, Michigan State, who was unranked to start the season, all these transfer portal kids coming in, now they're 10th in the country. They're going to get Michigan in the Paul Bunyan trophy game in a couple weeks. Paul Bunyan. All of a sudden, are they feeling themselves a little bit? So I thought this was a sneaky home underdog in Indiana that might be sitting on a big effort as they uh, have third and 13 here. They'll first get the down, first Hoosiers. down, so no three and out for the Hoosiers. Uh, to get Paul Bunyan, that's for an axe, right? Yes. They're gonna, yeah. Well, the, the axe, I believe, is Minnesota-Wisconsin. Yeah, this so, is so the Paul Bunyan trophy. So you just get the big old Paul Bunyan trophy, but I, no I axe. Yes. I, 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 I love these trophy it. games. I do, too. They're fantastic. What are you going to do, though? That's a big trophy if it's a Paul Bunyan one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard to keep in the house. Uh, LSU right now in Florida scoreless here. We're just in the first minute there. As you mentioned, your alma mater's on the move. They got an early stop on Sparty here. And it is interesting when you look at 6-0 Michigan State here, uh, 10th in the country, because I have not been a believer in Sparty all year. And I think it does go to show, to your point you were just making about Indiana, that even the sharp better still don't trust Michigan State, State even in this spot. Well, I think they've got to beat a high, uh, higher-profile team, which they have not done. Remember against Nebraska, they did win that game. Nebraska pretty much dominated the second half, and Michigan State was lucky to get out of there with the win. They did go on the road to beat Miami, which at the time looked a lot more impressive, but Miami, the U has looked pretty pedestrian. Now they're without De'Eric King, their right. quarterback. So. That that maybe that win is not as good as it was three or four weeks ago. Well, you're but to your point about your alma mater losing three games. You look at those losses; they all look as as good losses, if mm-hmm. you want to say now. So for a two and three Indiana football team, people are going, how in the world can this be three three and a half? That's how you get to that number with an undefeated team against a three loss team with only two wins. Wow, we're just getting fired up because you got me all fired up with those uh, all those. Um, I guess accolades for Double J and Jeff Jarrett, which we will have at the top of the hour. We will have Pete Futek coming up in a little bit. But when we come back, it's the Heisman watch here. And a couple quarterbacks right now with their teams that you can get really good teams, Heisman Trophy odds that are basically even right now on two really talented quarterbacks. We'll break it down when you come back with us. It's Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The light heavyweight throw is closer than ever. Reigning champ Vadim Nemkov looks unstoppable. Drops like that. But striker Julius Angliscus will stop at nothing for his title shot. Plus, Ryan Darth Bader is on a mission to reclaim the belt. What a knockout! Against the devastating ground game of Corey Anderson. The light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals. On Showtime, where Warriors rule. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN Basketball Betting Experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoop experts include Jonathan Von Tobel, provides strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. Back here, Betting Across America, Dave Ross, alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, your alma mater, got all the way down there, Indiana, against Sparty, but didn't get the six, had to settle for three. No, they did not. So now 3 nothing early Indiana. Good drive, though, but just kind of got bogged down inside the five there. They go ahead and take the points. So mm, uh, 8.02 left to go. They subscribe to the Dave Ross theory of take the points. So uh, Indiana gets on the board there. Maybe he'll have a couple other opportunities, a couple other in play scores, Texas A&M, no early hangover so far from that win over Alabama, the upset of number one, seven, nothing already on Mizzou, just three minutes into the game. Aggies minus 18 and a half, 61 and a half on the in play. Auburn strikes first down in Fayetteville, Auburn seven, nothing over Arkansas, Auburn minus one and a half, 59 and a half, the in game total. And one more score. The Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bearcats are now into the end zone, nine 30 left to go in the first quarter. Bearcats seven, nothing Bearcats, Minus 27 and a half, 56 and a half, the in-game total. Uh, very quickly to that end, because I know I get ridiculed a lot on social media, and I can take it. I'm a big boy. But uh, the only reason why I say take the points, and I do want to get the VEASAN t-shirt printed for that, it's just early in the games. So are you okay with that, that your alma mater you know, gets inside the five? And to me, it's a win. 
because I get it. The analytics people are going to say, well, the percentages are, even if you don't get it, you back them up inside the five, then they got to, I understand all that. I get it all. But it's the first quarter. It's the, what, the second, or first drive for Indiana mm-hmm. of the game. Come up with a positive well, reinforcement. Take the three points and let's play football. Well, it was fourth and goal from the six. So they did lose a couple yards. So they kind of had to do okay. that. But I do agree with the decision. You don't want to have this really good drive and that they nothing. had. Because it was 13 plays, 70 yards. That's a very good drive. And they sent Sparty three and out. So it's like you got to get something. So I don't have a problem with necessarily kicking the field goal. But one team that didn't kick the field goal because they didn't have to because they got a guy named Bijan Robinson ah, he's pretty good. who already has a touch. Down. That's the Texas Longhorns. Seven nothing. Longhorns minus six and a half, 63 and a half over undefeated Oklahoma State. Very quickly, before we get to the Heisman watch here, to that end, because I wanted to ask you, I, I, we talked about Michigan State and whether or not we believe in them as an undefeated top 10 team. Nobody, and I mean nobody, gives Oklahoma State any credit for right. oh, Man, I'm 40 from Mike Gundy right. and company, right? Uh, is Gundy's crew better than we think it is? Because right now, Texas right down the field, seven nothing. I think people look at this spot and go, well, today's where the undefeated run, where the O must go. Well, and Oklahoma State did take a little bit of money because they were undefeated. This was five. It closed three and, or actually three minus 15. Wow. Here at BetMGM, there was some three and halves in the market. But, and Oklahoma State has decent wins. They did win at Boise State. Kind of had some fortunate circumstances down the stretch. They beat Kansas State when they were ranked. They beat an undefeated Baylor. But there is a little bit of of a lukewarm feeling, as you were saying, on the boys from Stillwater. So, look, this is another chance to prove it here. The Big 12, you're going to get mostly, with the exception of perhaps Kansas, you're going to get a quality opponent every single week in the Big 12. So, schedule's a little black, backloaded with Oklahoma, with Bedlam at the end, but a chance to really prove it against Texas, who has to kind of get up off the mat after they had Oklahoma beat. And then Boomer Sooner comes back, not only wins the game, but goes to Covertown with that late touchdown in the Red River rivalry. So, so far, 7 nothing horns. Hooking them. Uh, let's get to the Heisman watch here because we've been watching this, and I hope you've been watching us every week here and betting across America because Wes is always talking about value. That's what we try to talk and try to give you value. I don't know that we saw much value in Bryce Young and or Matt Corral, even as far back as three weeks ago, because if you remember those numbers, they were like maybe plus 165, plus 135. Now they've both backed up just a tad to plus 200. Not still to me the value that we're looking for necessarily. But again, because of the Bijan Robinsons, because of some other names, because we get this feel that there's nobody that's grabbing this award and running away with it, I wonder now. I mean, look at Corral's numbers. Mm-hmm. And I know that people are going to go back to the Alabama game, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Signature moment didn't happen really. But his numbers weren't terrible. No picks. Uh, look at the, the yards and touchdowns are ridiculous. Okay. Is there any value for either one of these guys at plus 200? I wouldn't say value. That doesn't mean they can't win the award. But look, for Ole Miss, I think Matt Corral's kind of in that position where it's like, we probably got to run the table and get into like a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Probably playoff contention is out of the question, but you still play Tennessee. You still play LSU. You still play Auburn, Liberty, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt and Mississippi State, so there are still some quality opponents amongst that list, so he still has a chance, and that's why you haven't seen it drift up, plus the fact there's a lot of tickets on him, and you don't probably want even more exposure for all the folks that did bet him at the low 20-1 to range, so that's why you're not seeing him drift, and plus the fact that you seem to get new names on the list every week. Look, there's uh, one running back in action right now, Kenneth Walker III out of Michigan State, 
now all the way down to 14 to 1. He was kind of the under the radar guy. Now he's firmly on the radar. Bijan Robinson, we mentioned, has already scored a touchdown. You have Desmond Ritter mm. for an undefeated Cincinnati at 20 to 1. So you've got some guys down there lurking. I think these are the right two favorites. It looks like, you know, Young and Corral in terms of the invite to New York for right. the Heisman Club in New York's in downtown New York City. Young and Corral are going to be invited. CJ Stroud from Ohio State mm-hmm. at eight to one right now is going to be invited. And then there might be one or two other ones, maybe one of these quarterbacks down the radar or a couple of these running backs. But yeah, I think at this point it is tough to find value with two to one with uh, Bryce Young and Matt Corral. And and look, Bryce Young's still up there. They have lost already. Now, if they lose a second or a third game, that's going to probably drift up because we've seen with these Heisman Awards, it oftentimes goes to the most high-profile player yeah. on the most high-profile team. Except last year, we had the outlier with Devontae Smith, the receiver, who is as high as 200-1. to He ends up winning the Heisman and not Mac Jones. That's what will concern me, and we'll probably get to this in more detail later in the program, with C.J. Stroud, because he's got all of these weapons at Ohio State, and I feel like Mac Jones almost got punished he did. last year because he has Devontae Smith and John Mechie and Jalen Waddle and all these, all these NFL uh, players, Najee Harris. Well, look, uh, Stroud has the same thing with Henderson, the running back, mm-hmm. with Olave, with Garrett Wilson at receiver. I mean, they got five, four high five stars all over the place, so it's like, well, he's got all the weapons in the world, so maybe that's what's kind of helping Matt Corral is that the talent perception is seem as a little bit downward, obviously, from the Alabama and the Ohio State level. It is surprising to me again because maybe they they counted off for all that talent for Mac Jones. And I think some people look back and go, "Wait, wait! If you look at Mac Jones's number numbers a year ago, this guy didn't win the Heisman Trophy." Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty preposterous when you look back for people that say it's just a quarterback award. That's why I think you see these two guys at the top of the list as the co-favorites to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Do you think that the voters then is there some sort of? I hope not. I hope there's no backlash that says, oh, Mac Jones should have won it last year. Mm-hmm. We, gave, we went out of the box and gave it to the wide receiver who had great numbers. So this year we have to give it back to a quarterback because you just mentioned B. John Robinson. And I look up and you mentioned he already has a touchdown today for Texas. It just feels like because nobody's running away and you're trying to find value people, I would say hold off on the quarterbacks. Like mm-hmm. I, would, I would not today buy in on Bryce Young or Matt Corral because to your point about Corral, Where's the, he's got good games in the SEC schedule, to your mm-hmm. point. But it's, now it becomes about the team. Can the team elevate the individual, even if the individual has great numbers? Because we know the team for Alabama is always going to be high profile. So I wonder if Texas now, with what, two losses? Can Texas still in B. John Robinson because of those two losses? Is He, he shouldn't be nullified right. from winning this award because his team's lost twice. He was dynamic in the Red well, River shootout. And, and, that's, and that's the issue here is that you're going to have to put up really great numbers if you're on like a three-loss team or something like that. Texas, of course, with two. But you're still seeing 20 to 1. That's not out of it by any stretch. But the guy down the board that doesn't necessarily put up the huge numbers but is still on an undefeated team, number three in the country, by the way, that is Cincinnati. Desmond Ritter still at 20 to 1. And you really haven't seen any movement for Desmond Ritter. He's just kind of hanging out there. So it's like maybe that would be a guy that would be worth at least a stab, but they're not going to get that luxury. You talk about having one or two losses. If Cincinnati has a loss, that immediately, I think, dismisses Desmond Ritter's campaign, although very solid numbers, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,304 yards, certainly not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but 
it, Cincinnati's going to have to make that playoff, you would think, and kind of stick where they are and continue to run the table. But if they do, I think Desmond Ritter is absolutely going to have value. I think the biggest shock, we've mentioned players, you get the top, top six teams in the country, right? We mentioned a player on the third-ranked team in the country, Cincinnati. We mentioned somebody, obviously, in the fifth-ranked team in Alabama and sixth in Ohio State. We didn't mention anybody from Georgia, mm-hmm. number one team in the country. Didn't mention anybody from Iowa, number two team in the country, and nobody from Oklahoma, the number four team in the country. I mean, that is an right. outlier in and of itself that three of the top four teams don't have a Heisman Trophy candidate. I mean, that's absurd. Have you ever heard of something like that? I, I have not, because a lot of these prices have absolutely drifted off with injuries at Georgia to JT Daniels, their quarterback, and obviously Spencer Rattler. How long is he going to keep that job in Norman? That begs the question. When we come back, Pete Futek from collegefootballnews.com is going to join us, and we'll pick his brain on all things college football. Come on back. It's Betting Across America right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by MGM Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, it's always great when we have Pete Futek joining the program. Of course, Pete, collegefootballnews.com. We go back to our Chicago days. Pete, is it still cold back home in the Windy City? Because I was just telling Wes. I'm not used to a uh, really a, a mild winter that I'm looking forward to. In college football season, it's always cold back where we're from. It's about to snow. I think it's about three degrees outside right now. I'm going to go deal with it in about five seconds. It's a stupid place to live. You should all move to Las Vegas where it doesn't do things like that. Uh, I, I'm with you. I, in my old day, I've grown up in cold weather my whole life, and I'm done. I'm I'm done with all this, but it's fine. It's, you know, it Chicago, nice. it's, it's, it's going to be fine today. And then cold. It's nice. It's lovely outside. Pete, Wes and I were just having a high sports book. Being inside a sports book. It's always nice here in the side. <laughs> you want the Heisman trophy. Well, no, I just, I, here's the, here's the thing. Wes and I were just discussing this and I, Pete, I don't remember this. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. We out of the top six teams in the country. Okay. Georgia, Iowa, and Oklahoma. One, two, and four, to our knowledge, yes. do not have a legit Heisman Trophy contender. Do you ever recall out of the top four teams in the country that three of them don't have one of the best players in the country? What, you don't like Spencer Petras? No, you're right. I mean, the problem is Georgia's the team this year. And you don't have, and JT Daniels isn't healthy. And the defense, while it's got NFL guys, doesn't don't have Heisman worthy guys because that's just not how this works. It is strange. I mean, there's this is there's nothing to this race. And you know, you left out Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter, and even Desmond Ritter, when in the, the two games that anybody watched against Indiana and Notre Dame, he was fine. You know, he was he was good. Didn't hit sixty percent of his passes, but you know, it, it's not like he did anything that was Heisman worthy. So, uh, but last year after. Yeah, I'm a Heisman voter. After Trevor Lawrence finished second last year in the Heisman, I've given up trying to figure this thing out and how people think <laughs> about this because he missed the biggest game of the season for Clemson, and he was okay, not great. Uh, but okay, look, you know, you name a player. Look, Kenneth Walker's playing right now. Uh, there's a guy Michigan State's going to try to pump up a little bit. Bryce Young, if Alabama keeps rolling back and they do get a shot at the apple against Georgia in the SEC championship, it's still probably his to lose. Uh, 
Matt Corral just because he's pretty and he puts up big stats and Katy Perry likes him. But there's just nothing really out there <laughs> that anybody really – there's nothing to glom onto right now at the midseason. says, yeah, that's the guy who is the signature player of the uh, 2021 college football season. And Pete did just mention Kenneth Walker. He does not have that touchdown for Michigan State. It was a pick six thrown by Jack Tuttle oh! for Indiana. So now Sparty up 7-3 to three, about 10 minutes into the first quarter. Michigan State minus 4.5, 50.5 on the, the total. Way, Go ahead, My Pete. number two pick of the day. What was that? My number two pick of the day is Michigan State. Wow. Okay. Uh, Michigan State over Indiana. That's that. That's so. Let's let's see I, if that one. Rolls. I am so on the like, other side. Big, big day when it comes to big. Yeah, I I am on the other side. Uh, I know this was kind of like public versus whoever, mm-hmm. and right now the public getting there with Michigan State and Fletcher's talking to a alma mater of Indiana University. But Pete, let's go back to Desmond Ritter because his price really hasn't moved. He's 20 to one. And as you said, he was kind of fine in those games, yep. but it's almost like that would be the value guy. Cause it's like, if they continue to run the table, he's going to be in the mix. Look, if they lose, then, then the Heisman campaign for Desmond Ritter is over. But do you still think even with solid, but not elite stupid numbers, like a Matt Corral, that Desmond Ritter is going to be a viable candidate here? To maybe be a finalist, because like I said, there's just no names to fill in the blanks. And like David, there's, there's nobody in the top five. And look, the Heisman race is different than anything else. It's not, I know it's supposed to be. It's not the best, most talented player. It's probably Kayvon Thibodeau, and he's not going to win the Heisman Trophy. So, like, it's just about who is the signature guy who put up the biggest stats on the best team with a moment that everybody saw, and nobody's going to watch Cincinnati for the rest of the year. I'm guessing they're probably up a million to nothing right now on UCF. I haven't checked yet, but uh, he's going to be good, but nobody's going to watch him. Again, nobody does, does anything he did against Notre Dame memorable? No. I mean, he's good. He's an NFL quarterback. He just did not have a signature Heisman moment this season so far. So uh, it really is good. But we got the big games to come. You know, we've got all the big, you know, let, let's see what C.J. Stroud does. Let's see what Trayvon Henderson does in the big games when everyone's watching. Let's see how uh, let's see how Alabama does the rest of the way. And again, Bryce Young's probably the guy who's really going to put up the best numbers and do the biggest stuff in the best, biggest games. But again, this thing's wide open. Pete, you mentioned C.J. Stroud, and I do want to follow up on that. Look, what we saw last year at Alabama, Mac Jones did not win the Heisman Trophy. It was Devontae Smith. And do you think maybe that could be a little bit of a, a repeat here with C.J. Stroud? Because it's almost like this guy puts up the great numbers, and yeah, he's a viable Heisman candidate, but it almost seems like he gets a little penalized because look at those weapons that we mentioned Henderson at running back uh, Olave at receiver Wilson at receiver I mean Ohio State has weapons all across that offense so it seems like the quarterback at Alabama got penalized last year might the same thing happen to CJ Stroud this year and for whatever reason Ohio State outside of Troy Smith Ohio State quarterbacks don't get a whole lot of Heisman love I mean Dwayne Haskins did by default because he put up 12 million yards, but uh, they, they generally don't seem to get the Heisman respect that uh, the Alabama guys get and quarterbacks do from other spots. Uh, but a little bit, he might get a little ding for that, and he lost the one big game so far, even though he put up, I think it was 484 yards against Oregon. So it really is going to be who has those big moments on the big stage with everyone watching, and that comes down to the SEC games and the Big Ten games coming up. But again, like you said, you know, Spencer Petras from Iowa is not going to be a signature guy. You know, so it's either going to be Ohio State 
for Kenneth Walker. If Michigan State rips up Penn State, uh, Michigan, and Ohio State, and Kenneth Walker goes off, he's got that best mix of things happening here. All right, talking with Pete Futek of collegefootballnews.com. And Pete, when I look at the top 10 in the AP poll, it's basically the Big Ten, right? I mean, I, I, I still cannot believe when I look, 6, 7, 8, and 10 are Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, and of course, Iowa's number two. And nobody believes in Iowa, right, Pete? Nobody says that they're any good. You mentioned Michigan State today, no. right, right now they're winning. Is no. Iowa any good? Are they really the second best team in the country in your estimation? No, of course not. Um, and Cincinnati is certainly not the third best team in the country. But, you know, who's going to – it really – let's come get, get to this in two weeks, or three weeks, whatever it is. The first weekend of November when the college football playoff committee really hammers down on this. Iowa has the last off – they're dead last in total offense in the Big Ten. Kind of a problem if you're the number two team in the country. I know technically it's because the defense takes the ball away all the time and they don't have a lot of yards to go. But you should have a better offense than, say, Northwestern, at least statistically. It, that, that's kind of an issue in Rutgers, and they don't. And I get it, it's part of a whole system. They don't want to take any chances because there's no need to with that defense. But that offense just isn't moving anybody. Uh, no, I think Michigan's kind of underappreciated. Michigan State's having a better year uh, overall. Uh, and Ohio State, that's that's the team that kind of woke up and needed a little while to get going, and I think they run right through this thing. And keep in mind, let's see what happens today with Wisconsin and the offense against Army. Uh, if Wisconsin is starting to make that turn back, they drill Army by 24 today at least, but that defense is amazing. That's going to be a tough out for Iowa, no matter how bad the offense is for the Badgers. So a uh, long-winded way of saying it's going to be an interesting Big Ten season. Another long-winded way for me, an all-lifelong Big Ten guy who went to a Big Ten school, lives a driver and three-wood away from a Big Ten school right now, <laughs> uh, lived my whole life pretty much on a Big Ten campus. The SEC's better. It just, I mean, Florida, uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas, um, obviously Alabama, even Auburn, even though they lost to Penn State, and obviously Georgia. This conference is just that much better. And let's see what happens today on how close Kentucky can keep it. Because if you want to talk really weird, look at the rest of Kentucky's schedule. If they kind of don't get annihilated today and they just lose something, you know, tasteful like, you know, 31 to 14 against the number one team in the country. If they win out, they might be 11 and one and they might be technically one of the top five teams in the country. It's absolutely fascinating when you do break it down like that. And, and Pete, I, I understand you living so close to Northwestern, how tied you are to the Big Ten. But when I look at the, the top ten and you see five schools mm -hmm. from the Big Ten and we still really don't, outside of Ohio State, the only one, by the way, that has a loss mm -hmm. out of that group, and we just go over all the conferences isn't that good. It is astounding, but to Pete's point, it's top-heavy when you have Alabama, even though right now they're ranked fifth. We believe they're better than maybe all the schools we just mentioned in the Big Ten. I mean, that's just kind of the way the conversation shakes out, and that's the way the college football uh, playoff committee is going to look at this. Pete, we've got to let you go. Uh, I want to say it's always great to have you on, of course. Uh, check out Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. And Pete, just remember, you said this, Chicago, and I quote, it's a stupid place to live. <laughs> That's what Pete Futek said. In about said. 10 minutes it is. For the, last four, for the last four or five months, it's great. From here until about, oh, mid-May, eh.
Yeah, we'll be we'll have PP Tech back yeah. with us uh, many more times. Chicago in the summer is one of the better places to live. It no. is very is a very fun town in the summer. Those four days are absolutely amazing. <laughs> We've got Double J, Jeff Jarrett coming up at the top of the hour. Scores and updates to get to galore. Don't go anywhere. It's betting across America right here on Veasan the betting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay. 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 
customers a shot at a very easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football team and either team simply scores a touchdown no matter what your gridiron game is. BetMGM is always ready for all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 to win 100 bucks when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid and free bets, eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here betting across America on a fine Saturday. And Wes, we've got some updates. Cincinnati, we had Pete Futek on last uh, segment. He said, I think they're up by a thousand. Maybe not that much, but they're getting there. Yeah, they're certainly approaching it. 14 to nothing, though, just ticking down the end of the first quarter. Minus 32 and a half at BetMGM, 57 and a half on the total. I have the under 56 and a half in that game. So I don't know how many points UCF is going to put up, though, with this backup freshman quarterback that's starting yet again a second week in a row. Cincinnati defense all over him. And speaking of defense being all over a team, but losing, that would be the Indiana Hoosiers. They're down 7-3 to three after the first quarter. Of course, Sparty got the pick six. But if you look at the stats, 89-25 yard edge for the Hoosiers. 5-1 first down edge. Look, deja vu with the Cincinnati game. Remember, they dominated Cincinnati That's early right. on, but yet they couldn't find a way to get away. So Hoosiers are having Jack Tuttle as a starter. Donovan McCauley, the true freshman, also getting some reps and some zone read packages. Now through 15 minutes, Sparty 7-3, Michigan State minus 3.5, 49.5 on the total. Basically kind of near where it was pre-flop. Florida up uh, after one quarter, 6-0 on LSU. Gators minus 12.5. 54 and a half on the total and kind of the mild upset of the day might be the Minnesota Golden Gophers 14 to three over the Nebraska Cornhuskers that line moved from like two to four and a half crossing a key number and it's been all Gophers they've been rowing the boat very early on in the first quarter and Texas up 10 to three right now on Oklahoma State again uh, the, the lowest ranked of the Power Five conferences to still be undefeated 12th in the country Oklahoma State but in trouble today again a reminder top of the hour we're gonna have former wwe superstar double j jeff jarrett joining the program breaking down all things sec but before we get on the guitar smasher himself let's talk a little sec football and talk about kentucky and georgia because again we just talked about it with pete futek again hopefully you got to listen to that conversation about georgia obviously the number one team in the country and even georgia as great as they are defensively mm-hmm. and right now they are giving up on average 5.5 points per game I think people look at it and go, offensively, are they dynamic enough to keep covering these numbers? Obviously, if their defense keeps playing like that, all you got to do is score 22, right. and you're not giving up any points. But are, are they explosive enough offensively that against a really good Kentucky team, you would feel comfortable laying a number like 21 and a half? Yeah, I wasn't comfortable laying the number, but I wasn't comfortable getting in front of Georgia either. Yeah. And I did not bet this game. I understand this was 24 earlier in the week. It's like, oh my God, you almost have to take the points, but is it going to be too good to be true? Mm. Remember what Georgia did to Arkansas? Oh, we were. They were 19. They were like 19 point favorites, <sighs> and all the money came in on Arkansas, went down to 16. JT Daniels wasn't going to start. And what did Georgia do? Shut him out 37 to nothing. This is a very good good Arkansas team that just put up 51 at Ole Miss last week and number 17 in the country. And by the way, it is seven to three. Now Auburn with the early lead on Arkansas as Arkansas tries a 52 yarder. That's no good, but back to Kentucky and Georgia. Look, 
I don't really want to lay this big number because this could be backdoor city. Now, Kentucky has a pretty good defense in its own they right. Do. But offensively, they're not a lot to write home about. And you really kind of saw that against Florida. They got out yarded by like 150 yards against the Gators and still found a way to win the game somehow because they had that blocked field goal return a couple weeks ago. And that's kind of what put Kentucky on the map or certainly put them in the rankings. Boy, I, I, you know, I don't want to step in front of Georgia, though. I think this is a team, and I don't think really JT Daniels being out has really hurt them that much. Stetson Bennett has run the offense. Yeah, he's, been he's, been, he's been just fine. Uh, Georgia is 5-1 and one against the number. The cover margin is by over 14 points a game. That's number one in the country in terms of that metric. They're number one in scoring margin, winning by an average of over 34 a wow. game. This defense, this is maybe a historically good defense. You're getting a Kentucky team that's 6-0, first time since 1950. Best game of the season they actually played last week against LSU because it's kind of like after that Florida game, it's like this team's not much, and they absolutely dominated LSU. So, uh, look, this is probably one I'm going to wait for an end game and see what I can get, but pre-flop, nothing for me. 11th-ranked team in the country getting 21.5 points. Undefeated, 11th-ranked team in the country, Kentucky with a signature win over Florida, getting 21.5. I mean, it is astounding. That's how good and how much respect the betting market has right now for Georgia. And also, when you saw the over-under here uh, at BetMGM, the total sits right now at 44.5. They're just not expecting Kentucky, Kentucky, to score any points in this football game potentially. And if you're going to get that that sort of cover, it's probably looking like a 28-31. Well, and there's a good reason, as I mentioned, in the Arkansas game. This is a pretty decent Arkansas offense, especially on the ground. They got absolutely nothing mm. against Georgia. They didn't. And, and I mean that literally, zero, a goose egg. And nothing was scoreboard. over by halftime. Yes. So let's see how that plays out in the SEC. From the number one team in the country, let's go to the number two team in the country. How about Iowa? Again, this number, it's just, it's, Mm-hmm. It's almost so to the point we just made about Georgia, the respect factor that they're getting, laying 21 and a half against an undefeated 11th ranked Kentucky team. Okay. We go from that level of respect to, I think, a level of disrespect for the second ranked team in the country at home to Purdue. Mm-hmm. And they're only, I put in air quotes, giving 11 and a half. And I took the uh, 12 with Purdue earlier in the week. And look, I took that because it's like, Oh, do I want to wait around and see if I get 14? 14 was never going to show up. No. Because Iowa doesn't have that respect because we know how Iowa is winning these games. And I don't want to call it smoke and mirrors, but number one in the country in turnover margin at plus 15. They have 16 interceptions in six games. So that is how they're doing it. They're dead last in the Big Ten in offense. I think they're like bottom 10 in FBS. Think about what you just said. They're dead last in the Big Ten in offense, and Northwestern resides in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Who brought like nobody back. That is astounding. And they're the second-ranked team in the country. And this is why that number here, BetMGM, is only 11. Again, I put only in air quotes. But that's astounding because I think the people see through it when they look at the numbers here. So I think to your point, you probably are on the right side at the beginning of this thing, getting the 12 in the boilers. And this is a tough scheduling spot, too, for Iowa. This is seven straight weeks for the Iowa Hawkeyes that they played. You come off the field storming at Kennick Stadium over Penn State. And look, we were here for the early part of that game last week. That was looking like one-way traffic. If Sean Clifford, the Penn State quarterback, does not get knocked out of this game, 
Penn State's going to beat Iowa and pretty much keep them at bay. It was 17-3, and they knocked Clifford out. He, they obviously were able to get back in the game, get that score at the end, just kind of hung around. And look, I don't want to totally not give them any respect because that's what they do. Defense and special teams is part of the game, and they play it as well as anybody. But now you get a Purdue team that comes in off a bye and a Purdue team that has been putting up yards, especially through the air. They're 10th in the country in passing offense, but... They haven't been putting up points, and that's how they judge these games. They they put up 13 points apiece in each of the last three games. They just have not been able to score. They went to Aiden O'Connell in place of Jack Plummer. He's been able to move the ball through the air. Purdue has a decent receiving core, uh, especially David Bell. But I think maybe this is where Purdue gets it going. By the way, Purdue has fared pretty well against Iowa. Jeff Brom, who's had a lot of criticism, and rightfully so in West Lafayette, he's 3-1 and one against Kirk Ferentz, beat him in the opener last year. Okay, we thought the total was low in the Georgia game at 44.5. BetMGM's got it at 42.5. Mm-hmm. So, again, if like go back to the Maryland game. You're not going to get seven turnovers like they got in that Friday night at Bird Stadium, okay, to get the blowout and get all those, those points one way to, that would cover this number by themselves. But because, as you mentioned, Wes, 16 picks in six games, 42.5, can we expect more turnovers, short fields, and or defensive touchdowns to get over that number i have no reason to think otherwise i'm not necessarily betting the under here at this decompressed number <laughs> but i think maybe the only way it goes over the total is if you get turnovers if it is if you get it's not gonna be your customary and been, fumble returns right. and and you know strip sacks and and that type of stuff but i am on purdue here at 12 i just thought look purdue can throw the ball on these guys if purdue doesn't turn the ball over i think this is going to be a one possession game uh, by the way, in the SEC, and again, we're going to have uh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett joining us here in a couple minutes. Uh, LSU is just taking the lead on Florida 7-6, to six, and I bring that up because every time I back Ed Ogeron, like I did against Kentucky, taking three and a half, I wasn't even close. This week, I lay off them, and now they're playing good football here as they're hanging in with that one-point lead. Again, it just feels like the heat is on for Coach O. And I also want to get Jeff Jarrett's thoughts on that, whether or not he should be fired down there, which they're talking about, if he can't turn this thing around. So, you don't have to go anywhere. Because we have the former WWE superstar, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, joining us next, talking all things SEC, right here, Betting Across America on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.